We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Podcast. It is a tight end and defense Thursday as we head in to the week seven slate of NFL games. And with me, as always, to break down the tight ends and the defenses, my man, a, a rough night for him last night. His, uh, his Toronto squads did not get the job done for him, but uh, he's all about the positivity is moving forward. You can follow him on Twitter at Statsman22. Mr. Paul Bruno, what's up, brother? I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. That's it in two words, man. You have one of those days every once, uh, once uh, every blue moon, and last night it was it for me. The Jays get eliminated, and so I figure I'm going to Put some balm on my myself by watching the Leafs. I hear they're up four nothing. Don't they go and lose their first game, blowing a four not, four goal lead in 16 years? One of those nights where, as I said to you off the air, if I had a brick in my hand, I'd be shopping for a new TV this morning. So, so uh, good thing you didn't have a brick. Fun with the football. Let's let's have some fun with the football. Yes, I agree. Let's dive right. We will not belabor this this sadness. Toronto uh, hasn't had enough winning as it is. So there's no reason to uh, to belabor. All right, Paul. Let's uh, let's dive in here. Uh, we'll start with the tight ends here. And um, interesting week because we've had uh, we've been able to have Olsen, Gronk, and Reed kind of at the top in, in some form or another. But this week with Reed uh, questionable and, and likely not to play, and his price decreased as a result. And then of course um, Olsen on a bye. We've just got Gronk sitting there at 8,500 all by himself. Uh, so let's start with him, and then we'll go into the uh, the uh, $1,800 cheaper for the next tight end other than Reed. Um, are you spending 8500 for Gronk? Well, you know what? You could almost make a case for it. It's it's just a little bit too high. You know, with Bennett banged up, Gronk won't be sp- sharing the tight end targets this week. And 
he's facing the worst pass defense that there is in the NFL. And the fact of the matter is Big Ben is out for four to six weeks as well. So they're down and almost out for for this contest. The Steelers, I mean. So uh, the the Patriots may have a history of picking at carcasses like this. And Gronk could be center stage in a big night for the New England Patriots, I think. Yeah, I could see that too. 8500 is a tough price to pay. But I, I agree with you when you look at the way this game is kind of shaked out on both sides. Certainly feels like a, a big Gronk game is coming, especially against Pittsburgh. So um, I would spend it. I, I think there are better values here, but I certainly think having a couple lambs of Gronk in there is not the worst idea. All right, Paul, let's uh, let's go with those four guys. Uh, and, and obviously, I'm assuming you're just avoiding Reed because of the – I mean, I'm assuming Reed is not going to play. Um, so yeah. if he does play, even then, I think I would personally avoid him just because of the risk of a, a re-injury or something like that. Um, a great matchup against Detroit, but um, I think he's a little risky. Paul, what do you think of these four guys uh, in the $6,000 range? It's, it's really a weird week for tight ends because it's really a lot of below $6,000 price. We don't have a lot of high-end options. How do you feel about Graham, Walker, Kelsey, and Eifert in this order? And again, Eifert looking like he might not play as well. Yeah, I agree with you. Eifert looks like he's questionable with that back injury, but the other three guys, you can make a great case for them, so I will. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Graham, one, well done, one of a small Paul. number of tight ends, one of a small number of tight ends who is an offensive focal point. You know, you don't see that too often, other than Gronkowski. But Graham is is reprising his role in that same way in in the Seattle offense. I took a flyer on him in the Staff Vegas League when it was uncertain about his status entering the season. But I'm going to make out like a bandit. That looks like the way this guy's such a focal point there. And right below him for 6,500, Delaney Walker is uh, facing that inept Indianapolis defense, and uh, we've been on them all year. And and uh, Delaney Walker's got to come off a, a game last week where he's almost ignored to the point where he only had one catch, but he gets a much more favorable matchup this week, makes him attractive. And finally, Travis Kelsey against, an, uh, against another nondescript uh, New Orleans defense. He had se- He's had seven or eight targets in every game until he was limited to three last week. That awful Saints pass defense is going to be uh, seeing a lot of balls in his direction, I think, too. So you can make a case for those three guys easily in this range. I yeah, think. I agree. I like all three. I think they're all very fair prices for the matchups. Um, Graham has the worst matchup, but I trust him the most. So it's kind of a, a, a tough call, but I, I'm with you. I think for the price, I would start all three in lineups this weekend. All right, Paul, let's uh, let's jump down to the, uh, the values down here. Let's get into the... Let's go down to 5,500 here and go from 5,500 up to 5,900. So basically from Kobe Fleener down to Antonio Gates. Uh, 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 Some solid values in this range as well. Not quite as many guys as normal. Again, it does seem like the tight end pricing a little out of whack this week. How uh, How do you gauge this group of guys, Paul? Well, when looking at it, you see all those big cues beside the player names. That's that's questionable status, and I stay away from all those guys, leaving me with only three guys to talk about in this range and leaving you to, to say, yeah, you're right. Again. <laughs> it's my favorite kind of podcast, Paul. Hunter Henry, he, he, his FanDuel impact has increased in each of the last four games. Uh, he's capped by five, six catches out of eight targets last week for 83 yards on the TD. And, and the Atlanta defense gives up a 99.1 passer rating and almost 300 yards in passing every week. So 
obviously, Hunter Henry, your discovery. I keep giving you credit for this earlier in the season. Oh, you're too he's, kind. he's one of the guys that you got to jump on this week on this whole board, I think. And then uh, above him, Colby Fleener, uh, another guy who has uh, become a favorite target of uh, one Drew Brees. He, he tops, he's in the top three in FanDuel points per week among tight ends on the season, and he's a key target in a pass-leading offense. But again, a rarity among tight ends. So I uh, like those two guys. You jump down to Julia, Julius Thomas of Jacksonville against Oakland. That's the worst pass defense, in, another bad pass defense in the NFL. Worst overall defense, probably. Uh, you have to consider him against such a poor squad. He, he was eased back into the lineup last week, James, but should play a bigger role this week, two weeks away from uh, when he was on uh, dealing with injuries. But he's looking all better now. Yeah, I agree. I like the Julius Thomas play a lot against that Oakland defense. I appreciate that instead of, you know, the scouting directors for the Chargers are giving me the credit for finding Hunter Henry. You know, I did draft him. I did scout him. Um, I was the reason he is in San Diego. So I really appreciate that. I don't get the credit I deserve uh, for that one. Um, no, I agree. As predicted, I agree with what you said. Um, of the injured guys, the only one I'm willing to take a risk on, assuming he's out there, is Miller. Uh, Miller's been questionable each of the last few weeks and seems to go out and play and obviously has that rapport with Hoyer. Green Bay, as we've discussed, another bad pass defense. So uh, I think Miller, if he's healthy, uh, potentially worth a shot. All right, Paul, let's uh, let's get down to the real values here. 5,400 and below, and I'm guessing there are going to be a fair amount of plays in this range here. What, how do you gauge this? we got a lot of a lot of interesting names here. Well, I'm going to start with my favorite guy on the tight end board, and that's Dennis Pitta of Baltimore for 5300 bucks against the Jets. He's facing that 28th-ranked pass defense. He's second among tight ends in targets. That surprised me when I saw that. And sixth in pass receiving yards. All those totals for 5300 bucks. I'm going to be all over him this week. One of the guys that I like every, uh, every week I can make a big case for Jesse James. I'm going to make another one this week at 5400 against New England. In a less adventurous pass offense, owing to their quarterback situations, tight ends generally get more targets, James. We know that. And so I'm looking for Landry Jones to lean on him uh, when uh, he's taken the reins as a second stringer there. Then move down and see uh, Cameron Brape for 5200 bucks against San Francisco. A very good matchup for a guy who averages at 40 yards per week. And he's had two TDs. He's also seeing about five targets a week. And one final one, Gary Barnage of the Cleveland Browns, 5200 bucks at Cincinnati. He's on a streak of 50-plus plus yards in four straight games. And he's been targeted over six times per game in that stretch. He's uh, a busy part of that offense. And I expect him to continue to be in this matchup where Cleveland's going to want to keep uh, Cincinnati's offense on the sidelines. They want a ball control type thing. And that involves tight ends more and more. Yeah, I agree with both those at 5,200. Both great values for the volume, and especially Bright. Bright is one of my favorite tight end plays on the board just based on usage and a terrific, terrific matchup. Um, I also, you talked about safety blankets, and Zach Ertz has been very disappointing the last few weeks at a higher price. He is priced extremely low against the best defense in the league, so not what you would initially think to play him, but I do think that him and Ertz are, are still kind of finding each other, and I think that uh, Wentz is going to need Ertz this week because Minnesota is going to get after him, and there's no Lane Johnson, and he's going to have pressure. Um, so he's got to learn, learn to use that uh, security blanket a little bit better, and I think that's going to happen. So for 5,100, I think there's some upside there. Um, other than that, the guys you mentioned are really the guys that stick out to me. I like Kyle Rudolph a little bit at 5,400, even though the Eagles have been good against the tight end. Um, he's just been such a big part of that offense and has such a rapport with Bradford, especially – 
with Stephon Diggs still kind of on the shelf there. So um, I, I think those are the plays that kind of jump out to me. The really thing that I, that I take away from tight ends this week is that uh, um, for the first time all season, Paul's not been able to recommend Jason Witten. I thought he might even do it with Witten on the bye. I thought he might be like, screw it, I'm recommending him. Take the zero. That's how great Jason is. But we weren't able to do that this week, Paul. <laughs> it just goes with the theme of uh, <laughs> bad night last night, compounded by I can't, can't put my guy in the lineup. It, it sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> it's a tough time, Paul. It's a tough time. <laughs> oh, beautiful. But um, so, so no Cowboys this week. We'll get back to that this, uh, next week. But we will uh, jump in and talk some defenses for you in a second. But first, let me remind fantasy football fans that the wait is over and football is clearly back, which means that FanDuel is back. And this year, it's better than ever. <clears throat> it's not just a new season at FanDuel, it's a new era. They've upgraded your entire experience with real improvements for everyday fans. And they believe you deserve to experience everything sports has to offer, which makes you sports rich. Try the new FanDuel now. Just pick your team, stand on the salary cap, and have all the fun that fantasy has to offer. New to the game? Play in a beginner contest to learn the ropes. If you have a dollar, there are games for just a dollar. There's 50-50 contests with the top half-win cash. Or you can even settle a score with friends in FanDuel's brand new Friends Mode. It's season-long fantasy football with weekly teams. Plus, new features ensure a fair and level playing field. I, I say it every time. I'll say it again. Season-long makes me sad. DFS makes me happy. It's that simple. I don't have guys injured. I'm not lost for the season. I'm not one in five and crying in my soup. I think that's an expression. So... Um, uh, DFS, uh, you know, FanDuel gives you a chance to have a new team every week, new players, new matchups, new guys to root for, no injuries, uh, you know, at least prolonged injuries, all that kind of stuff. It's it's the best. Have all the fun that football has to offer, all the fun that fantasy has to offer. At FanDuel, you can be sports rich. And we have a special offer for new users. You can get a free six-month subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel's six-month Rotowire subscription for free. You just go to FanDuel.com slash RW. So not only... You get the free subscription, but you actually get to use that $10 available to play on FanDuel. That's over $40 in FanDuel for just $10. bucks. let us go to FanDuel.com. All right, Paul, let's get back. Apparently, uh, I had implied that we were going below uh, $5,000 there, but Paul uh, has let me know that he has a couple extra nuggets for you guys. Uh, so, Paul, give us your sub-$5,000. You got some real value plays for these guys. Yeah, I got a couple. I, I like Clyde Wolford of Oakland uh, at 4800 bucks. He is averaging 5.7 FanDuel points a week. I'd expect him to get more looks at if big threat Amari Cooper gets the attention that he deserves from a Jags defense. So he's probably a secondary option there that could jump up in value. And Larry Donnell, Donnell rather, 4800 bucks faces uh, another poor defense in Los Angeles. He's averaging 5.3 FanDuel points per week. He caught six balls out of seven targets last week, only for 34 yards. I expect that he continues to be part of, uh, a big part of a short passing attack, and he gets a much more favorable matchup that week. This week, I think that was it's worth it to look at these guys uh, at this value because you're going to get a lot of flexibility up above, and really there might not be a lot of difference between what they produce and some other some of the other guys in the 5,000 range. So, oh yeah, no, I just thought we had already hit on him. I didn't think you had any. I thought we were going down to fi under 5,000. There, that was my bad. Um, I agree. I generally, the cheaper the tight end, the better in my mind. You know, I, I get paying up, but, you know, uh, except for like Gronk, most times, you know, tight ends, if it's five catches for six yards or whatever it is, you know, you're going to get close to the same thing you'll get from, uh, you know, a, a higher price guy is a lower price guy. A lot of times. Yeah. 
So, all right, Paul, let's jump in and knock out some defense action here. Um, why don't we just start with those top two on the board, Denver and Cincinnati, the only two 5,000 and above Ds. Um, are you rocking either of these this week? No, I'm not. I, I'm, but I'm looking just below them, and I want to talk about that defense. Oh, you want to talk about the Vikings guys. against my Eagles? Yeah, I'll bet. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that, uh, <laughs> I, I don't blame you. The Vikings are awesome. I'm with you. Yeah. And, and Wentz, you got to see how the rookie – rebounds after his first subpar uh, start of the season against uh, Washington last week. He's got a much tougher opponent, and, and I think the Vikings are going to put pressure on him to see if uh, if they can make the rookie come out in him this week, and, and it'll be a real challenge. I'll be watching that one closely to see how he reacts. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I will as well, but um, also, I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm terrified of that matchup. I don't think the Eagles have much of a chance. That mini D is awesome. I would play them every. I think they should be the top price defense every single week, no matter who they're playing. I don't care who it is. I mean, like, look about it. like going back to talking about season long. If you were redrafting in season long, they'd be that defense that someone reaches for. You know, way too early. Like they are the best D in fantasy this year, the best D in in football. So, um, anytime you're getting them for below max price, I think is is a real value. And I agree. I don't think uh, I think the bigger issue is not Wentz's rookiness or whatever. I think it's the fact that Lane Johnson is an idiot and got suspended again. And now, like, they have a gigantic hole in the right side of that line. So I think Minnesota is going to be all over the Eagles. I agree with that. I also um, I'm not messing with Cincinnati, even against Cleveland, but Denver against Houston. I'm, I'm probably not. I'm probably looking for a better value. But Brock Osweiler is really bad, like. I am surprised <laughs> how bad he actually is. So that Denver D, that pasty against them, I think that could be, I think that get it ugly in a hurry. So I don't hate that play. I'd probably go for a better value, but I don't hate it. I agree I'd rather spend 100 less and just put the best defense in the league on the field. Paul, what about below that? Uh, let's uh, let's go 4,800 down to 4,500, and then we'll go below. Um, who kind of, anyone jump out for you there in that little range? Well, I like the Buffalo Bills against Miami Me for 4,700. This is a high-pressure defense, and uh, one of those Rob and Rex Ryan creations that's finally getting working. It looks like, like the brothers needed to get together because because the defensive coordinator guy, he struggled in a couple other locales, as I've mentioned earlier this season, but he seems to have gotten it right in Buffalo. Maybe he's spending a little more time with his brother, and they're putting their heads together. But the high-pressure D is working so far with 20 sacks, which is second in the NFL, and six picks, which is sixth in the NFL. And they match up against the Miami team that's allowed 17 sacks and seven interceptions, with, which is also top five on the other side of the equation. So uh, good numbers collide, and I think Buffalo takes advantage of this matchup. Yeah, I love Buffalo here. Love, love, love. I, I will disagree, though, with the fact that anything involving both Ryan brothers could ever be a good thing in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but I'm with you, man. Uh, I, I love this matchup. Miami, obviously, has struggled a lot offensively, and that Buffalo D just looks locked in. They're playing good football. Um, And, and even at $100 more, I don't like the price as much as I like that Buffalo one. But, you know, Baltimore against Geno Smith. It's really just, hey, I'm taking the defense that's playing Geno Smith. I don't think is is that bad a strategy. So um, I, I think there's some value there. Those are my two favorite plays in this range. Paul, let's get down to some uh, some actual value action down here. 4,500 and below. Um, any of these defenses jump out to you? Well, the Patriots do because of the quarterbacking situation. Yeah. It's, in Pittsburgh. it's, it's a no-brainer when you see that. It's yeah. a great call, Paul. 
the Steelers are shorthanded at quarterback. Everybody knows that, and I expect the Pats will pin their ears back, apply pressure. It's really that simple. I don't need to go on and on about this one. Nice and easy. No, but I'm with you, and we talked yesterday about Belichick and how he is very good at, uh, at taking away a team's best thing. And when, you know, Landry Jones is already there, if he could take away Bell or Brown, it's just, it's just you know, game, set, match. So I'm, I'm with you. Um, I will throw out one kind of crazy off-the-wall value play here, and it's for tonight's game. I don't uh-huh. hate the Chicago defense against Green Bay as the lowest-priced gonna... defense on the yeah. board. Hey, yeah. guys, Green Bay's offense sucks. <laughs> I know it's crazy to think about it, but they have been really bad, man. Bad. They, the Giants, they, they barely scored 23 points against the Giants defense a couple weeks ago that's been atrocious. They put up 16 against Dallas, who is a bad defense. No offense, Paul. Good team. Rod Marinelli is, is – that guy's amazing. That's what I'll say because he gets more out of his players than anyone – maybe anyone I've ever seen because there is not a ton of talent on that defense, and that dude coaches the crap out of them. But that's beside the point. The point being that I think that we see some of these, these prices. It's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, oh, that Green Bay offense – yeah, for, it, there's no reason that Chicago, which is not a good defense, should be the cheapest defense on the board. So I think just for that fact and how bad Green Bay has been recently, I think I'd take a shot on that, Paul. Yeah, I agree with you. I had that one circled as well as my uh, real flyer on the See, board. Great but I don't, I don't have I don't have the guts to make that call. And not just, it's just been, you don't have to go there, Paul. You you you. It's been a tough enough uh, uh, night and day for you as it is. We. <laughs> We're gonna give Paul another day to get over the uh, the sadness of Toronto. The look at the Great White North. Uh, I'm gonna come up with some sort of um, moniker for for how terrible last night was for you, Paul. Um, Thank you. So I'll make that my my job in the meantime. It's meeting. all part of my therapy, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Your job is to uh, to just uh, you know focus on self, focus on positivity, and and be ready to go. Paul, I get to do a special appearance with you tomorrow. I'm so excited. Tell us about it. We're going to turn the tables, and you're going to be my my guy, yes. uh, co-host. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. We'll put together our best uh, FanDuel lineups for the weekend's plays, and uh, it, I'm looking forward to it already. Can't Me wait to too. I'm fun. pumped, man. I'm really excited. I'm excited to flip the tables. It should be fun. So everyone, tune in for that. Paul and I tomorrow bringing you uh, our best lineups and some kicker action and all that. So until then... For Paul Bruno, I'm James Seltzer. This has been the Tight End and Defense Thursday edition for the Week 7 NFL slate of the Rotowire DFS podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.